Hey y'all, welcome to the Letting the Light In podcast. I'm Camry, Cam Jam, KJP, or Cams, depending on the season we met or the nickname you're most comfortable with. Honestly, this podcast is a little selfish because so much light comes into my life, talking to others and marveling at all that can occur. It's my earnest prayer that a little light is let into your day through this conversation. I uh, ran that through once with Tay right before we started, and I told him, I still got it. It's just like riding a bike. Just got to get back on. It's been like eight months. Except for you didn't even introduce your guest as world-renowned author, speaker, author, published musician, six-time Grammy Award winner, Alicia Keys. <laughs> this is news to me. You just said that because that's your celebrity crush. Y'all, you'd never, I was just about to say guess Tay's other celebrity crush. You would never guess Tay who it is, who it, who, who it is. Who would that be? I mean, she's the most beautiful Destiny Child member. Not Beyonce. Not Beyonce. Not Michelle. Not the other girl. <laughs> Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland, Guys, everybody. He told me that within like a couple months of dating. I was like, what? <laughs> Get me a Kelly Rowland. Okay. Get you a Kelly Rowland. That's right. Um, okay, guys. Man, I missed you. This feels good. Already a minute and 15 seconds in. It's been a while. It's been a minute. The reason it's been a minute is because... Of why, Tay? Because... Why is this podcast dropped off the face of the earth? Because we weren't in quarantine. Okay, no. Because we added three children to our family. That's right. Which I would assume that everybody listening to this knows. But we have not, like on an extended platform, taken the time to like tell the story. Obviously, the people that are close to us slash living in Wichita know probably you know bits and pieces of it. But... This has always been on my list to do, to just tell the story. And similar to telling Foster's birth story, um, I just feel like it'll be nice one day to look back on and even maybe share with the girls one day, which will be cool because this will just be a good uh, Ebenezer uh, way to remember. So we were talking a little bit before this, how to structure it, and we think we're going to try to condense it into two. So hang with us. And then depending on y'all's feedback, we might do a Q&A one, but we'll try to answer some questions that we've gotten as we tell the story, if that makes sense. So, Tay, how you doing? I'm doing great. I, it's, again, we talked a little bit about like people thinking highly of themselves mm-hmm. when we were at the park earlier, and yeah. I'm like, it might be one. It might be two. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But we don't, we're not going to talk yeah. just to talk, yeah. you know? We were, yeah, because we were, you know, just to give you guys a little context on where we've been. Um, we, Tay and I frequently walk to the park with our children and kind of use that as like a opportunity to like have a date. Cause we don't go on dates anymore. Cause we have four kids as much. And we don't go on as many Yeah, I'm just kidding. Dates. I'm just kidding. We still go on dates. Um, but we were kind of just checking in and we really needed that. I feel like, like, oh, yeah. I feel like this podcast would not be happening unless we would have had that conversation at the oh, park. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Cause Tay at one point he just looked at me he's like I just don't feel like we're in a good place right now I, like, I would have pretended to I, be asleep I said, I said so is this conversation helping or hurting that like are we in a better place now after this because for me y'all this having a good conversation with my husband's like just really good for me like it just makes me very 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 happy and fulfilled so it definitely made me feel like we we're in a better place but Anyways, one of those topics of conversation at the park was how sometimes as Christians, we can use God to like justify just kind of humble bragging. Like, I just know the Lord is doing this in my life. I know he just believes in me and all this stuff, which is like true, but it's just like sometimes we just use it as so anyways, um, we don't want to be those people on this podcast as like, we know the Lord 
thought that we were just the best freaking parents ever. So he gave us these kids like that is for sure not the case. And Maybe you, the second one, you, they'll be on it and they you, can justify yes, that. Comment. Yes. Yes. So, okay. We are going to start way back in way back. 2015. That's right. Right after we get married. Right after we... We got married in August, and even before we got married, we both knew that we wanted to adopt. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, it's so funny. I don't even know how the. Do you think it was because of um, Freedom Fire that we wanted to do through foster care? Because both of us uh, worked in orphanages in Africa. Tay was in Tanzania, and I was in Zambia. But I don't remember how we both got on foster care. Like we had an adoption donation thing for our wedding registry. Like that's always been something that we wanted. I'm gonna assume because. It was like thirty thousand know? dollars. Oh, you're right. It probably I'm going to assume that it was yeah. a financial part of that, and then also, obviously, we we're within. I think we had just been exposed to the foster care system and kids that were available within mm-hmm. the city we lived in, and so I think that that opened our eyes a little yep. bit. Okay. Yes, that's exactly right. So we get married in August. Yep. And I don't know exactly how long between yeah. then and. But we started classes in like January. Or February, because yeah. we did it all that spring, so 2016, and at the same time we were trying to get pregnant too. So I think we both were just kind of like, we would love to foster. We would also love to have a kid. Whatever comes first, we'll do. And I apologize to any social worker that's listening to this. Oh my gosh, those classes were awful. Oh, they were so bad. We guys. went to like it was a Wednesday night for like three and a half hours, like from five to eight thirty whole mess of random people in those classes it just it makes you not take for granted a really good facilitator or like a very good teacher who can be concise and like you guys some of these people straight up the first day you there's like probably 30 people in the class mm-hmm. a mix of singles and married people and i'm pretty i'm pretty sure she was the first woman no she wasn't because remember like somebody had just oh, yeah. said somebody had just said they were only going to do foster care and then this lady probably 50 yeah is like I'm only here for adoption because I do not understand how you could foster and give those kids back. Like, how could you do that? Or, do you have a heart? How could you do... And we're like... You're insane. We don't have social cues in this room. Mm-mm. You're crazy. And this is really going to be a fun six weeks. Correct. So... Uh, also, just going to highlight, watch Instant Family. It's funny. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. That's it just kind of reminds me of it. Yeah. So, we finished those classes... In the midst of that, we realized that we are going to be moving to Wichita. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know if you guys know this, but Kansas City is actually half in Missouri, half in Kansas. We were living in the Missouri part. So, essentially, all that six weeks, just throw it right down the drain. Yep. Missouri and Kansas do not transfer. So, we basically were told that they appreciated our time, but that we would have to do everything we just did again in Kansas. Yes. So, we move in... July. July, very late July, get pregnant, find out that we're pregnant in the beginning of December. We still decide to finish the foster care classes so that we're not doing that with a newborn. Mm-hmm. And we, you guys, I don't know why the Lord blessed us in this way, showed us his favor, showed us his face. But we got this woman named Allie from TFI. That's who we went through in which mm-hmm. talk, which um, do we recommend them? I would say yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's like Natalie and Allie. Like, I'm, I'm for You're those right. people. Yeah, yeah, The two women that we've worked, like, the most closely with, they're the mom. Yeah. But Allie came to us once a week. 
it's supposed to probably be three, four hours. And she it was knocked it out. maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. We probably we, should say that. We had, either. no, but I think she, um, I mean, we were doing a lot of the work before that. Yeah. So like, I, it's so funny that this is coming up because our adoption's I, finalized in like a month. And so I prefer not yeah, to like gonna, screw anything up. Yeah, you're right. But, um, but one of my actually young life girls, I was her math tutor at the time. She was in eighth grade. She's a junior now, which, wow, where does time go? And she was saying the other day, she was like, Camry, this is what I remember about you. You had your big salad, your Bible, and your foster care homework every time. And I was mm-hmm. like, uh, nothing has really changed. Mine's the foster care. But it's just sweet to like yeah. think that, you know, she was in eighth grade and we were like thinking about the kids that we would have one day. And now she gets to see them every week. And one of them is obsessed with her. Yeah. So... We finished that with how long? How many weeks do you think that was with Allie? It was like six or seven weeks, but it was it was still pretty long, but a lot shorter time. So we go through that process. We're working on getting the house license. House licensing should be a podcast on itself. It's oh. awful. Um, it's crazy. But so we go through that process. Foster's born in August, mm-hmm. the following year, mm-hmm. um, and. We realized we should we should rewind though and talk a little bit about like like our experiences like kind of fostering like with Dee and Pop okay. and all of them in Kansas City and then Isha. Okay, so this backs up um, back to Kansas City. I I volunteered and Cameron volunteered with me at a ministry organization called Freedom Fire, um, which worked a little bit like Young Life but in project housing in Kansas City, and so we got to know families over the course of like two to three years while we were there. And um, just like became friends and really close with these families. And there was different circumstances and times where they would need us to step in and watch kids, um, whether that be for like an afternoon or there was a couple times where it was a weekend or even longer than that. Um, so we felt like we got a little bit of a glimpse into what it looked like to kind of bring somebody into your home and care for them, but not really know when they were going to go back home or not really know kind of what they were coming to you with. Not in that it was the exact same, but... I think kids of similar backgrounds. So that was like kind of our first experience. And then do you want to talk about Isha? Sure. And then when we moved to Wichita, I worked part-time for Urban Young Life. And through that became um, close with this girl named Isha. And um, she, long story short, just ended up moving in with us um, for three months. Yeah. And I mean, we were like her parents. Mm-hmm. Had a set of boundaries. I mean, it was had to, had to like we had to go through the whole process of trying to get her into online yeah. GED school and getting you tried to get her job like applications. Some, uh, some sort of we got our YMCA membership. We did a lot of healthcare debit visits. care, right? Yep. Debit care, debit, debit card. card. Um, you know, so, I also forgot about colleague because yeah. that was gosh, you guys, man, lots happened in the last four years for us. Mm-hmm. But one of the boys that we got to be pretty close with at Freedom Fire, essentially, he like came up for adoption and his mom contacted us and asked if we would be potentially interested and so we even went up to Kansas City met with a lawyer to try to figure that out and never heard from her so that clearly was a closed door um but so that's just like I think contextually us moving forward with foster care we just kind of felt like we had had you know I don't know some preparation I think it also (laughs) felt like we got like 85 to 90 percent of the way there and then never finished Mm, mm -hmm. so like almost every Mm -hmm. single time that we were like oh my gosh we're about to be licensed yeah like something would happen yes um so we either moved to wichita or then when we were in wichita we got pregnant and then even once we like knew that like he was going to be born we were still going to plan with it and then 
I ended up getting a different job. And so we ended up moving to Manhattan. So again, there's kind of like a nine month period there where we were in Manhattan and working and he was a newborn. And so I would say it was a little bit on pause at that point. Oh yeah, for sure. Just because we didn't really know what the, the outcomes right. would be. And... Right. And I don't think we wanted to start a new like house licensing process if we didn't know we were going to be there mm-hmm. longer than a couple months, which it's a good thing that we decided not to because we were back in Wichita in March. So this then is a full, almost two years after when we like started now, this is a full three years after because it's yeah. March 2018. Yeah. So we moved back to Wichita, moving moved in with, with your parents. parents. Woo woo. Which we've done. I think we've done podcasts about that. Yeah. I don't know what it, which episode. Sorry, guys. If I was a professional, I would know exactly the number that you could go back to those. But you know what? You, just, you come through the archives. Archives. There's the word I'm looking for. There it is. So we moved in with them, which was honestly a dream. It was so great. They were totally supportive of us i i'm like remembering the walk that we went on where one of our like harder i don't even want to say fight it a disagreement where i was very much feeling like my desire to do foster care and get licensed was being put on hold and i think a lot of that was because we weren't pregnant and me feeling like i had an increased capacity and just feeling like i had nowhere to go with it Mm -hmm. And you disagreeing, but not in a way that was like, I don't, I don't validate what you're saying, but you being more like, it's not on hold. It's just, there are things that have to happen before we can finish the basement downstairs. And Mm -hmm. just because obviously y'all, I'm not the one that's down there busting my butt, putting in a bathroom and, you know, doing all this stuff. But I'm just like, why are my dreams being put on hold? So that was a fun walk that Mm -hmm. we had. That was. But that, so we move in in March. I don't know. When did, when did, because... Basically, his, I mean, the house that we were living in was like awesome and it could have been certified the way that it was with just like a few minor tweaks, but we had to get a fence around the pool. Downstairs had to be like, finished yeah, with an egress window. We had to get gates. Um, we had to get locks on all the medic, all like the medicine and all the cleaning supplies. Oddly enough, we could leave the alcohol out, which I thought was weird. Um, and then we obviously had tools and stuff like that in the garage. So we go into this thinking like, oh my gosh, we got to meet all these like guidelines and everything like that, which to a certain extent is true. What I also learned in the process though, is that basically if you don't, they just like give you a workaround plan. So like if you can't like get the garage clear of all chemicals, they just like write a a plan that says kids won't be allowed in the garage. So I'm like, that seems like a really easy workaround that we could have done a long time ago, but that's for another time. So just know that if somebody says you absolutely have to do this, you, you 50-50 have to do it. Yeah. I think probably the hardest moment, a lot of um, one of y'all's questions on Insta today was, how long did it take to get licensed? Which hopefully we've answered that. It took us longer, obviously, because we just kept moving. And Three kept years. Changing stuff. <laughs> um, but how long did it take to get approved? I think the hardest, one of the hardest moments for me was when we were notified, like we had gotten everything turned in. We were told we had everything turned in. And then precious Natalie, poor her, it was not her fault, emailed you, right? And she was like, we don't have your fingerprints. And we were like, what? Yeah. We did this. Like, we know that these are on file. And that's just the thing. The left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. And so there's so many organizations involved and so many like outsourcing organizations. And so I would say... Even if you feel really, really organized and really good about it, there's still some things that slip through the crack. 
I would also say one of the hardest conversations that we had during this process was the child questionnaire that I don't mm. think a lot of people are like prepared for. Yeah, because for sure. basically they ask you in like a three page document, like who you would be willing to take in. So would you be willing to take in a kid with AIDS or a kid with ADHD or a kid in a wheelchair? Like it's all over the board and yeah. all sorts of different like special needs and things like that, all the way from anxiety to like, you're a fire starter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and like, I think what's hard in that is when you're having the conversation, you know that none of these kids want to have any of these special needs, right? Or, or like deserve to yeah. have gone through the trauma and the things that they've gone through. And so I think it was just really hard to kind of separate like your empathy and your mm-hmm. desire to like help mm-hmm. from your from the reality of like how you can actually help mm-hmm. because I think sometimes we think too highly of ourselves and we think that we're going to be For like sure. oh I can take every kid in any or any any situation and then they're like oh by the way this kid stabs you with the forks and mm. you're like okay maybe I can't do that yeah you yeah. know and they, and those are just real situations mm-hmm. that we had to talk through that was not easy For sure yeah, because I'm much more taste obviously not obviously maybe obviously if you know us much more just realistic than I am, and I think he has an easier time just yeah being real about stuff. And whereas I like want to be ideal about everything, like I idealistically I, we could take in any child in any form at any age with the however many kids, and that's just not reality. Um, Even little things like we had two, we had three different flights of stairs in our house. Mm, like, yeah. For sure. Okay, so if Camry's home alone, can she really get a teenage boy in a wheelchair up the stairs? Yeah. I don't that's know. Not you know? <laughs> yeah. That's, you can say no because that's the answer. Um, so that word, I don't know. I feel like that started to get moving like late fall. No, like, it was definitely summer, right? Was it? Yeah, because if you think about it, I mean, we got the, the girls... I just feel like it took like, I don't know, six to eight months to, because the basement, we didn't start the basement until we'd been at the house I think we're in while. different years. Because I'm, th- I'm saying like we, the girls moved in in October and we were licensed like a month before that in September. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm saying like that it got moving in 2018, like late fall. It yes. didn't get finished until like the following July. Yes. So like, like July it got moving. 19. Yeah. Um, yes. So in November of 18. So Foster is a little over a year. My sweet Tay is probably checking Adopt Kansas Kids once a month, would you say? Once a week? Once a week. Okay. You're starting to wear a little bit of my, like, just I'm very sad about us not being pregnant. And I think you're probably starting to wear a little bit of my angst about that. Well, and I think we, because of the difficulty of the first pregnancy, yeah, I think we both were very honest and open about like this might be the other option for us growing our family and we know we want to at some point it just might be earlier than we anticipated for sure so i think it was just kind of a shift in direction a little bit too because we had been advised by like some people too as far as like birth order is concerned to like keep birth order and that could mean well we've interpreted it as foster being the youngest obviously but I think probably for a lot of people advising us on that, that was like him being the oldest. So only adopting kids younger than him. Which we didn't do. Which we did not do. Sorry. Which, yes, has worked out for us. Yeah. Not but for I wouldn't everybody. say that's the case for everybody. But. but so in November, you see three girls. 
Four girls? Four girls. Four girls. Janaya, Tanaya, Kanaya, Anaya. Yep. Affectionately referred to as the four Nayas. Yep. And what are your initial thoughts? Um, that's three more girls <laughs> or three more kids than I anticipated. Um, but I think I was intrigued. I think I read their story. I think... Um, I mean, to be honest, like, and we have to be honest on this, right? <laughs> I don't know if we have to. Um, age had a big, age was a big deal to me. I felt like, I think at the time, the oldest was seven. Um, and so I think that was already like kind of pushing the age. And part of it was like life season and life cycle. Like, I didn't feel like an elementary school parent yet, if Mm-mm. that makes any sense. Um, but I was intrigued. And so, Um, we kind of inquired about them and had some initial conversations that went really, really well. Um, but they were really honest with us and they really talked about some of the struggles, um, within that environment and kind of what was going on. And so we had talked a lot about it and we're really kind of trying to seek counsel. Um, and I I would say we were disappointed in a lot of times because there was a lot of people that were like, I don't think you should do this. And so I think we left that disappointed but we also knew that we probably made the right decision just because there was some like sexual behavior and some things like that that like we probably were not equipped to handle nor to like keep our home safe Mm -hmm. for sure yeah and i mean it really was i mean this again this is gonna sound so cliche but it was something that i think we felt a lot of peace walking away from because it was more so a we cannot provide what this sibling set needs right now and so we just felt a lot of peace walking away i think Mm -hmm. we both were kind of excited at the prospect of you know going from one to five but we felt i think pretty confident walking away for for sure. sure so that was in january that we kind of decided to walk away and no that was earlier than that uh uh because we went out to dinner with your parents at red rock in january January, I think yeah. it's July. No, January. January. So we walk away. I don't know. Six months happen. And really, six months go by. We finish up kind yeah. of the foster care classes and all the licensing and everything that went on with that. Praise God. Um, and so just as we were kind of getting our final certification, uh-huh. I stumbled, you know. Back on that website. Just stumbled onto the website. Yeah. Um, and now there were three girls. Uh-huh. Affectionately referred to as the three Nias. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not like the fourth one died. Um, so I don't want it to sound like that. But the state had just decided that um, it was in the girl's best interest to be separated due to some situations. And so uh, we reached out to kind of inquire about it and just to understand it a little bit more. And um, so basically a lot of the things that we... Um, couldn't overcome the first time around, uh, had been resolved. And so we decided to move forward and reached out to their caseworker. Um, and the night that I reached out, she reached back out and <laughs> said, Hey, I'm so glad you reached out. We've been thinking and talking about you guys, which was just a kind of a cool sign. Again, not trying to over spiritualize it at all. Cause I think that can happen without spiritual things. But, <laughs> uh, I would say too, like we very much hit it off with their foster mom too. Yeah. Just the first time that we talked, so like a year before when we talked, we just felt like it went really well, that she was really honest. And you could tell the difference in her in the year that we, that had last, just yeah. in like her capacity, like her, 
I don't know. How would you describe it? I would describe it more as like her perspective mm. on what the girls needed. Like from the first call, it was pretty overwhelmed and like, hey, there's going to be a ton of things that you guys are going to have to like walk through to this one was much more, hey, we found a really good rhythm and we've kind of hit a stride. And I think that they would do really, really well in a home environment, home environment like yours. Speaking of home environment Guys, like mine, it's been amazing. I hear a two-year-old that just walked into our room. What do you have in your hand, buddy? What? A blankie. Can you can you say hello? Hello. What's your name? What's your name? Fassie. Do you love your sisters? How old are you? Two. Who are your sisters? How? What are their names? Yeah, Kanaya, KK. KK. Tati. Tati. Yeah. And, and who Nana. Nana. Who's and sleeping Nana. in your room tonight? Tati. Tati. Because why? Because um, you're bad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Foster has been uh, boycotting most sleep. Yeah. We're blaming it on the fact they had the flu two weeks ago, but it's really not the flu. It's really just our parenting. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy, you can say one more thing, and then I'm going to go put you to sleep. Say, what are, What do you want to say? Do you want to sing Jesus Loves Me? Is this the end of this one? No. No? Okay. we got to do where we like meet them and stuff. We're stopping when they move in. Okay. Do you want this to be the end? Well, I just... <sighs> okay, maybe this is going to be the end. <laughs> okay, Chase giving me a nod. This is going to be the end. So we will pick back up on when we start to talk to... Okay, honey, please don't touch it. When we go to meet the girls. Like, we've talked about the call with mom. Yes. Okay. So when we go meet them. Yep. And I have a video ready to share with y'all when we're walking back from the park after meeting them for the first time. Okay. Peace and blessings. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.